Hi, and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kirsty Ferugia. And I'm the second best host, Amy Rubel. <laughs> <laughs> and we are really excited to be here, just the two of us. I love our, um, what are they called? Our guest yes. episodes. But I also just, Kirsty, I love sometimes and just you and I get to chat. I know. And I was thinking the same thing. I, I absolutely love guest interviews and we've got some rippers coming up. Rippers. We are so excited about. However, I do love hanging just you and I and just being able to talk about whatever we want with whatever it is that we decide to talk about today. Yes. Speaking of which, yes, we were inspired by a comment just today on our Facebook page. Um, so a couple of weeks ago now, whilst you're listening, or months or years even <laughs> since you since we recorded, um, by Robin Christie. She's part of our Facebook, um, our Facebook Art of Decluttering community group, and we're so thankful that she's part of it. And she asked a question about have we done an episode on artwork not kids artwork but real adult artwork proper in frames artwork yeah. <laughs> um or yeah however they come but real artwork <laughs> not that your children's artwork isn't beautiful and real but you know what I mean. so we thought let's have a conversation about that one of the joys of actually not being in studio is we can be quite responsive where we say, oh, that's an awesome topic. Let's just record that today. Like we, <laughs> Kirsten and I were chatting about half an hour ago and went, yep, let's record this afternoon. So, um, yes, let's talk about art. Kirsten, are you an art lover or does it not spark joy for you? Oh, I am an art lover. I love, love, love art. I would be, if my home... And my finances were allowed it. And if my home, if I lived by myself <laughs> completely, I think I would be one of those, um, uh, I would have one of those houses that looks like um, a real eclectic, all walls oh. filled with art and all, like I would be that bird art collector and I would have it all over and be completely mismatched of wall because I love like I love going into homes that look like that and I love art galleries and how there's lots of white space but I think my my natural tendency would be to fill the whole like to not be curating it at all and just have it all up there um and if my budget allowed that's what I would have because I think sadly neither of them can (laughs) That's what I like, Kirst. I think you do have an eclectic. So there's an Indigenous artist that I know that you absolutely love. What's mm. her name? Gloria Pachari. Gloria Pachari. So you'd have some of her works. Yes. And, you, you know, if we had no limit, then I'd have Gustav Klim. I'd have, i just have, but I'd have like amazing, you know, artwork that by really famous people all the way down to like going into you know freedom and liking a print and buying a print like yeah I'm I just like what I like you please your eyes in that sense yeah yeah how about you (laughs) I've never thought that I was someone who liked art really growing up I had no interest in it in our early years of marriage but I love art now. I'm particularly attracted to kind of Australiana type of art. 
So mm -hmm. some of the images, in fact, probably what we should do, Kirst, is take some photos of some of the art around our homes oh. and pop it in the Facebook community so people can just kind of get their eyes on what it is that we fill our walls with. So I ordered some art from the States a couple of years ago. I think it was for my 30th birthday because it was not cheap. Um, and three not just a couple of years ago, a decade ten ago. 10 years ago. Oh, my gosh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was for my 30th. Actually, and so we ordered the art, but we couldn't get the frame sent over easily. So we got the art delivered and then cursed your sister actually framed mm. those because she was doing picture framing at the time. And so we've got three from one artist, which is just beautiful. So she's not someone who's known. I just found her stuff online. And I've got now lots of kind of Australiana, like kookaburras and, in fact, if you, if I do Facebook lives or I head heart and home, people will see I've got a kookaburra art behind me. I've got a kookaburra art to the left of me. So I really like that Indigenous wood framed, often canvassy, natural tones type of art. Mm. And I don't know the name of pretty much any like famous artist except perhaps <laughs> like Bromley because I've got clients that have a lot of them. So that's that's the extent for me. Okay. So Robin asked. Um, what was her question in the Facebook page? Well, she wanted to know if there was an episode on it. So let me read the question. Does anyone know of an episode where Amy and Kirstie discuss art collections? I'd love to edit mine and finally get it up on the walls, but it feels overwhelming. So I think there's a few different things that Robin is experiencing. So she wants to curate or edit it, get it up on the walls, and how do you overcome that feeling of overwhelm? Mm. So we have, we moved into our home six years ago mm -hmm. and we didn't, it didn't feel like a home until we had put artwork up on the wall. And so we've got an, we have, even though, you know, it's not as eclectic as I would like, we have photo prints, like we have photos, we have um, sketches on the wall, my mum is an amazing artist. Um, I've got two of her artworks, but one actually up on the wall. Um, so she's a painter. We have, um, we got a piece for Simon's 30th, which is an abstract um, painting as well. And we have got some more photos, um, some of our photos like that we've oh, taken nice. up on the wall. And I'm just thinking we've got a Gustav Klimt knockoff from Ikea. We've got, um, and we just bought a piece actually that is um, a beach scene um, for oh. our back room. But we only, only now, so my whole point was that when, when we first moved in, it didn't feel like home until we'd put artwork up. And then as the last six years, as we've gone and we've moved things around and we've put wallpaper up, so we, we, we've moved things around our home. And I feel like it's only now that we are, um, now that we got that last piece, we had an empty wall um, that we finally, finally found the right picture and we finally agreed on something. Yeah, more to been, the point, yeah. That's been the hardest thing. And we finally got that up that I feel like, okay, we're probably good for another couple of years until our tastes change and we pivot or something, we need to move rooms around or do something that we're, we're good for a couple of years. Mm. But 
also in that is that I know that what I liked 10 years ago or what I liked 16 years ago when we got married, I don't necessarily like anymore. And it's not the style for our home or it's not our taste anymore. And so I think that that is um, something that our listeners can probably relate to, that they may have collected a lot of artwork and and sculptures and stuff around their home that they put up on their walls, like, um, you know, decorations that they may not like anymore. Mm. So that's a, um, something for us to talk about. I find that the things we could afford when we first got married or first got together 20 years ago, it's very different. I remember when we were engaged going to the Vic market and saving up for this like $70, like big framed kind of faux Ken Duncan-y kind of scenery photo. Mm. Um, and it was like we were so proud of ourselves that we bought inverted commas art <laughs> and you'd you'd look at that now. Now, we don't have it anymore and I'll tell the story around that, but you'd look at it now and the quality of the photo is not awesome. The colour saturation is very, very 20 years ago. Mm. The frame's very 20 years ago and it's just not us anymore. So, yeah, I think budget plays a role in that as well. So I think it's also your taste, your maturity, your um, what's... um, what culture likes, you know, what society likes, like, you know, you and I, I'm sure we've both been in, I know I have. So I'm assuming that you have been into homes that were decorated in the nineties and you can tell that they were decorated in the nineties because they're full of, um, um, they're just full of nineties artwork (laughs) that may come back around, but probably doesn't suit the tone of their home anymore. And so I think that it is, um, you know, and we're talking about, and artwork is, sorry, we're talking about artwork that's not investment pieces. Yes. Um, We're talking about the $70 artwork or the $200 artwork or the thing that you bought at Kmart last week that you can, yeah, whereas like I am sure that there's people who have bought investment artwork that they don't like anymore because their tastes have changed. But that's very different to decorative items around your home that you bought to to decorate the walls and you didn't invest a lot of money on and you might just update them. (laughs) Exactly. So when we're talking about those type of artworks then, I think, Part of the curation process or the editing process, um, as was said, is about deciding what you do or don't like about it. Sometimes you don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, -hmm. for instance, that picture we were talking about before, I think it was of some stream or waterfall. So what we did is cut open the back of the photo, got the photo out, which was a print, just chuck that in the bin. Um, and we actually designed to exactly the size of the frame this beautiful little poem or meme, I don't even know what you call it. I'll take a photo and put it in the group um, that we wrote about brothers. And we had that printed. I think it cost us $12 from Officeworks. Put it in the frame and now the frame's up on the wall and we painted the frame white. And so all of a sudden this art that otherwise could have gone to the op shop, um, but the glass was fine, the frame was structurally fine. It's now beautiful artwork in our hallway that you wouldn't know started as a you know, a wooden piece of a waterfall in the Vic market 20 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so 
on that, I think that there is a few decisions that you can make around um, when you go to look at your artwork. So do you like it? Maybe you don't even like it anymore. So, okay, what can you, okay, let's talk about if you don't like it, what can you do? You can donate it because one man's trash is another man's treasure. So particularly you, with art. Yes, you could donate it or you could repurpose it like Amy has has done with that and a few other pieces you've repurposed as well. So you could repurpose it. You can love the frame but hate the artwork. So you could mm -hmm. keep the frame and just let go of the artwork, like donate the artwork or, you know, if it's just a print, recycle the print or, you know, trash the print. Or, and you could, yeah, recycle it, like repurpose it for another thing, or you could pull them apart and donate them separately. Mm. So there's yep. a few choices of if you don't like it, um, you can you can also see if somebody else in your family does like it. Like, mm. and particularly... Um, I'm thinking of something that I may not like, but my daughter might like it in her room. So yes. then it becomes a decision about like, do I hate it that much that I don't even want it in my home? <laughs> or Is it offensive to me? Yes. <laughs> or do I just not want to look at it? <laughs> yes. Or is it just not my taste? So you could offer it to somebody else in your home or if it's a um, sentimental piece or something that, um, oh, my gosh, the, this we've opened a Pandora's box. We friend. really have. We <laughs> really have. And I think it comes back to something we talk a lot about in our Head, Heart and Home course is fresh eyes. And I would even encourage you, if you're listening to us now and you're at your home, wander around the house while you listen to us. In fact, I am sitting at my desk and I've got three artworks on the wall in my office and I really only like two of them. And I'm just thinking the other one was very much, it was like in this house we do mess, we do blah, blah, blah. It's one of those on a canvas, mm -hmm. which is cute and it's the colours are totally on point, but it's also a bit cheap for how what art I would now put on my wall. So I think that one's going to have to go to the op shop. Mm. While I sit here, I'm curating. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that fresh eyes is important. So just wander around your house. Kirst, do you have artwork in places like hallways, toilet, bathroom, laundry, or do you yes. mainly have it in your main living areas? No. Um, so we have in our bathroom, both, so we've got two bathrooms, um, in one of our bathroom, we had these little, like, you know, cheap little canvases that were, um, we really like the, the images of rural France or rural Italy, like they're, anyway, you'll see them. Go have a look in, in Facebook. <laughs> Is it going to be long posts, all of our photos? Um, yeah. And that they live in our bathroom because they actually still match our bathroom even though they were bought for another bathroom we still like them we you know maybe they could we could get rid of them maybe it's they're not. just you and Simon but that's yeah Simon and I in the in the kids bathroom they've got one of those pieces of metal shelves oh like yeah the circle yeah that there's some like candles on and it's more it's a decorative item mm -hmm. and then in their bathroom we have got an Eiffel Tower um piece of metal that's the in the shape of the Eiffel Tower that you could put pictures in like oh, photos yeah. in yep. but we really like it and we really love like we've got quite a few French things around our home 
So it still matches our home. And, but that was a decision because we used to have it somewhere else in our home. And then I don't actually, I don't, and I don't think it actually ever went up in this home. Um, And so when we were like, okay, let's get all of our decorative pieces and all of our artwork out and decide like, and let's curate it and decide what needs to go up. um, We ended up putting it in the bathroom because we're like, we still really like it. Let's put it up in the bathroom because it doesn't get seen. We don't have anything in the laundry because we, we don't, there's one wall, but you would knock any artwork on that wall getting in and out of the laundry. Um, And then what we have done um, with some of our artwork that was being that wasn't being used until recently. So we had with Simon for one of my birthdays, like probably early thirties or so a year late. or two ago. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> last year, um, Simon, I had these paint pictures that I'd brought back from Europe, and one of our one of my um, old housemates dog had eaten like they were just curled up you know like they were just they hadn't been framed yet so they were just in a tube and their dog got attacked it and I was devastated that that happened and so I couldn't let them go because I still really wanted to get them framed so what Simon did is he went and got um the four items um he got them all turned into sepia tone and got them reprinted Aww. like in a sepia tone and framed for one of my birthdays, like without me knowing. And he was so proud of himself because he. So he should it. be. Yeah. He it was his own initiative and he didn't yeah. insult me or anything. Um, <laughs> and they recently just got hung up in our hallway because we were like, we really want them. So there's two two images um like sketches of France and then two photos of Prague and but they're all in sepia now so they all look oh that's beautiful match and it was a really really I can't wait to see them yeah really thoughtful gift um and they and so we hung them up in the hallway because Simon's like I really want these up again Mm. um, we had them on a wall we did have them up in our home but we got them we got a out the wall that they were on we had wallpapered okay yeah matched the wallpaper yeah and they didn't look good on against the wallpaper so we hadn't had them up for a couple of years mm. and we finally found a space to hang them and so for that I think that um you don't necessarily need to declutter things straight away you can sit on them for a while and go okay where else in this house could they go mm. um and um, like let's look around all the walls that we have. Could they go here? Could they go there? But it's a, but that like they are really one. They're sentimental for me, but the, yeah. and they're also like sentimental for Simon because he puts so much intention yeah. and so much thought into those um, artworks that um, I think we would have kept them even if we could not mm-hmm. have put them up in the home. I think yeah. they would have been a kept item. Yeah, one of your sentiments. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
rental items. Yeah. I think one of the keys for clients that I'm in their homes is so, so in my work bag, I keep picture hooks and a hammer because I can sometimes go into a home and we can take out 30 bags of donations and rubbish. And the thing that I remember most is that I hung a picture for them in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, that picture. I'm thinking, are you kidding? We spent four hours <laughs> working like blood, sweat and tears. Mm-hmm. And it was the last moment where I said, well, if you want to put it up, I can put it up for you right now. And it took all of about a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. But people are often so um, scared to put things up. They're scared that they're going to not put it in the right place it's not going to be straight they're not going to appreciate it what can we say to people like besides stop procrastinating and just do it are there any other tips um to actually getting the artwork from under your bed and in your wardrobe up onto your walls um I think it is like not being scared that you you have to get it perfect like yes okay you might want to get it level um but just experiment your house is your unless you're in a rental property and they don't let you put any pictures up your house is your house you can change it as much as you want you can love a piece of artwork one in some space for a year and then go actually I now want that in this area we've done that so often in in just this house um and because you your tastes do change Mm. or you change like you know we spoke about a couple of weeks ago repurposing spaces you've repurposed a space and so now an artwork does fit in that room or it does work in that room for everything else that you have in that room so I think it is really about just do it like just experiment just try what's the worst that happens you have to patch a hole yeah that's gonna take you no time at all like yeah and so I don't mean to diminish that some people find it frustrating that they might have to patch and then they might have to paint like I don't but you know grab all your artwork and start just pretending to hang it on the wall like this Simon and I do this all the you know whenever we're doing artwork Mm. in the home we're like okay does it go here does it go there let's hold up as much as we possibly can step back you know when we hung the artwork that we hung the other day we measured the artwork we measured the wall Simon had it perfect (laughs) and then we hung it Oh, and we we hung it and then realised that it didn't look right because actually the horizon isn't in the middle of the picture. It's actually gotcha. like a third down, like it's on the first third. So actually the whole picture needed to move up even though it was theoretically. Yeah, mathematically it was centred. Oh, yeah, right and spot. it was centred and it was like at the right eye level because you're meant to have it at... Um, I can't remember. I should know this because we've just been doing it everywhere. Um, There's a certain level that you should have artwork. I think it's six. Oh, no. I should know it. Can you put it in the show notes? Yeah, I think it's at 160 is the ideal height for the centre of a piece. Um, but that's that's if the wall is blank. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing else on it. So... We put it at that height, but as I said, the horizon was low on the picture, so then it meant that the picture Mm. actually needed to go higher. So, you know, yes, it's annoying. We had to pull that hook out and put it up, but we just experiment. And I just want to encourage people just to experiment and just to 
just do it. Just get that artwork off the floor or off leaning or off from out of the spare room. Yeah. Like get it up. Enjoy. You've spent good money on it. Mm-hmm. Or you spent not good money. You know, Who cares? Like, doesn't, it doesn't matter <laughs> if it's an investment piece or if it's, you know, a $10 picture that you picked up from Kmart. Get it up on yeah. the wall. And then, because then you can really decide if it works in that room, if you like it. Do you love it even? Like maybe you did love it in another room, but you don't like it in this room. Well, go and move it yeah. or let it go. Like I find something that's really helpful when you're trying to place artwork is to have someone other than the decision maker. So in your situation, someone other than you and Simon to be holding it. And so you guys yes. can walk away, you can turn the lights on, you can close the blinds, mm-hmm. you can, you know, walk into the room, walk out of the room, stand up, sit down. You can do all of that where someone else stands there with wobbly arms <laughs> holding yes. up a five-kilo painting. <laughs> and I think that can be really helpful. So if you are stuck, next time a friend's over, say, okay, can you help me out? I want you to just hold this artwork here. And then you can go left, 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 blah, 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 blah. So that can be helpful. Yeah. Um, the other thing I think is helpful is to, you know, we talked about fresh eyes before and it's also a matter of getting used to something because no matter yes. what you change, when you go into that space, you're going to think, oh, that doesn't look quite right. Something's wrong. But within a week, you're going to become, it's not visually blind to it, but you become used to it and it's not surprising anymore. So I think also give it time. Um, once you've placed well, something. Well, that's exactly what we've just got some new light fittings in our house and they're like pendant lights. And every time I see them, I'm like, <gasps> like, because they've got <laughs> a black cord. Well, no, because they've got a black cord and they catch my eye when I walk oh, in the house because so they're at the front. And so I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Thinking that it's an insect or something. Or something. Yeah. But and then I'm like, I said to Simon last night, I'm looking forward to not seeing those pendants yes. anymore, like to not being scared by it <laughs> because I know that that's what's there. And I think that that's the same, like when you, exactly what you said, when you take a artwork away or when you put it up, you're just not used to it. And the same with furniture. When you take furniture away or move furniture, people in your house may not like it. Mm. You may not like it. Give it a couple of weeks, yep. give it a month, give it a couple of months and then see if you still don't like it, then move it. Yeah, once you've used to it. Yeah. So, but yes, I definitely think that we can, if you don't like it anymore and nobody else in your house likes it, then definitely let it go. But I also think definitely try every room in your house to see if it would actually work. If you do love it, if you do love it and you're like, oh, but I just don't want to let it go. <laughs> See if you can find another space for it. Tell us about your laundry and your bathroom. What has that got in there? Oh, so I love my laundry because my I, I'm sure I've talked about my laundry on here before, but I've got some, it's actually a cross stitch that my mum made me when I was a little girl up in my laundry because it's just, it's like your sentimental piece. Mm. Um, I'm not ready to get rid of it. It says Amy. It's like Beatrix Potter. It's very cute. I'll take a photo and put it on there, but it's just behind the laundry door, like the outside door of the laundry. So you can see it 99% of the time and then when you open the door you can't but it's not being knocked and it's just there for my enjoyment um, mm. and then in the bathrooms we've just got some photo frames of photos we've taken like on a honeymoon and stuff so the only room oh, in- and then so in your toilet you've got Ravel oh yeah I forgot about that one yeah we've got <laughs> a really big a3 
poster in our um so it is it was a poster that I bought I think the poster cost me 99 cents and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure the frame was 15 dollars from Kmart so really cheap art but it's um oh again jump into our Facebook community the art of decluttering community and you'll see it but it's got our name on it almost spelt correctly it's just missing one l and um (laughs) it's the beautiful uh, the gracious umbrellas is what it is in French so it's really nice there's some tips on our cheaper artwork you mentioned before investment pieces um Kirsten and I were talking before going like what do you know about investment pieces I was like I've got clients that have got artwork that's worth tens of thousands of dollars sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars they're really art specific um collectors Kirsten and I are not experts on this so we clearly we're not collectors ourselves no no well we're talking about the one dollar poster and a fifteen dollar Kmart frame (laughs) so what we thought we'd do you guys will remember we had Frances on a little while ago talking about your forever home and she's an interior designer and she works with a lot of high-end clients so we thought we'd try something new in our episode today and that is to get some expert thoughts So it's a little segment where we've asked Frances to record for us her advice on what to do when you've got expensive investment pieces that you want to keep or heirlooms um, that you want to keep and some advice on what to do with that. I'm Frances from White Pebble Interiors and I've been asked to give you some information and some advice around what to do with your investment artwork pieces or pieces of artwork that have cost you quite a lot of money, uh, um, quite expensive pieces of art. And so firstly, I'll just chat through what an investment piece actually means. Um, It doesn't actually always mean that you've paid a lot of money for it. That's sort of when you're, you know, you may be investing in a piece of artwork that is um, from an emerging artist, uh, an upcoming artist, uh, something that you know is going to um, gain value over time. But investment piece is also, in my mind, something where you've also got an emotional attachment and an emotional investment into that piece. For example, it may be something that you bought when you're on holiday. It's a piece that um, got given to you perhaps as a wedding present. So the emotional investment in that piece is quite high. So what do you actually do with these pieces when you may be a bit tired of them, they may not be triggering the same things for you as what they did when you first bought them. And really, you probably just need a bit of a change. The first thing I advise my clients is to actually change your artwork around. So move it around the house. So um, often when I go to clients' homes, um, they want me to view their artwork and I can see it and visualise it on a different wall and it actually generates new life in that piece because you're looking at it in a different way. You're looking at it from a different perspective. So as an example, pieces that may have actually been uh, hung in the hallway, may be able to then be hung, um, you know, in, in the lounge room or they may be a feature piece in your bedroom. And so the first thing I would encourage you to do is actually just move all your um, artwork around. So particularly your investment pieces, maybe they get featured in another room. So rather than being a feature in the dining room, um, you know, over a sideboard, maybe you're going to change that up and actually place that then in the bedroom or you may actually create it as a feature in the living room or even in a stair a stairwell. So that actually gives that piece of artwork new life. It's like when you change the scatter cushions or the doona cover on your bed, you see it differently, it feels different. And so that's the first thing I'd get you to do. The second thing is 
maybe you need to put it away for a while and maybe you need to then bring out another piece and if you're lucky enough to have a couple of in, or a few investment pieces around then put it away for a, for a while store it under a bed or store it in a in an art storage facility and then put something else in its place and then bring it out another time so you may have a uh, an annual change you may have a seasonal change of your artwork um, but there are two ways for you to be able to deal with pieces that either have a monetary investment attachment to them or an emotional investment attached them to you. Good luck with it all. Bye for now. Thanks, Francis. We hope that is um, helpful for all of you. And if you're interested in a little expert piece from anyone in future episodes, let us know. Kess, not everyone's just going to donate their artwork if they don't love it anymore. What are some options for selling artwork that we know of in our very limited understanding of selling artwork? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there are art auctioneers, so you can always contact an art auctioneer if you know that it is an investment piece of art and you no longer love it um, and you don't want to pass it on to anybody else. Um, so, yeah, you can check out, you know, Google art auctioneer in your city and there might be one. Um, you can also sell them yeah. on eBay. I know that... Um, you know, it's an unexpected place to sell art, but there is a very large art category on eBay and it does have even some, you know, 30, 40, 50, $200,000 pieces of art. You just want to make sure that they're verified before you go <laughs> buying them from somewhere like that. Or you may have galleries that are interested in purchasing pieces as well. So that's worth considering. Yeah. And you can always sell it on Facebook Marketplace if you if it's like, you know, the couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Air, you know. Like just totally depends on <laughs> the artist and the artwork and how much you paid for it and, you know, all those considerations that you would with any um, investment piece of art or furniture. So our big tips to take away from today, uh, look at your home with fresh eyes. So walk room to room, see the artwork, maybe pull any artwork out that you've got in the back of a cupboard or under a bed or hidden away and just have a look at it with fresh eyes and decide what you do and don't love. And those that you do love, our challenge is get them up on the walls. It doesn't matter if it's not perfect. It doesn't matter if you change your mind in two months' time of where the placement should be but you are going to enjoy that art when it's up way more than when it's at the back of a cupboard or hidden away. Yeah, and like what Francis said, to just look around the rooms, try the different art pieces in the different rooms so that you can know whether or not it does suit your home um, in the best way it can. We can't wait to be in your ears again next week. We love being able to record episodes that are really the questions you're asking at the moment. So hit us up in our Facebook community page or DM us on Insta, email us hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au if you have a suggestion. We'd love to hear them. And if you'd love to leave a review on our podcast, um, then please do. It helps other people to find us. And, you know, we always love the feedback we as well. We love the so. feedback. <laughs> rate and review, rate and <laughs> review, people. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. 
We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. 